Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Yes! Shohei Otani is the MVP! Yes! I repeat, it is official. Shohei Otani is the American League MVP. Let's go! Unbelievable. One of the most incredible seasons, if not the most incredible season, that we have ever seen in history. I even got my own my own segment on a show just for Shohei Otani. Flippin' Bats got our own this week in Shohei Otani news segment, and it's because of everything he was doing on and off the field this year. Unbelievable. This is absolutely incredible. I'm so excited. I feel, I'm, I feel relieved, I'm happy, I'm excited for him, I'm excited for the Angels, I'm excited for his family, I don't even know his family, I'm excited for Ipe, his translator, incredible. I mean, look at the shirt I'm wearing. This is awesome. And you know, a lot of people throughout the year, when I clearly was talking about him a lot, would ask me, what, what is it? Like, why, why are you so big on him? Why were you early? And you know, it got me to thinking. In college, I tried to do both. I tried to pitch and I tried to hit. And then going into my junior year, I stopped doing that. Because it was too hard. It's, it's, it's impossible. I would have told you it's impossible to do this at the big league level. But what I gained was such an appreciation because I tried to do it. Such an appreciation for what Shohei was doing off of the field, putting in the prep work to do this. How much work's going on behind the scenes that we don't even see? That in itself is incredible. You know, every single episode I did of this show, from a certain point on, I would ask everybody, and these are the best players in the world that I'm able to talk to on this show. I asked them all about Shohei Otani to sit, tell me something. How impressive is it what Shohei Otani is doing? And across the board, the coolest thing is that every single person would talk about Shohei, and they would all say something different. They were all amazed by him, whether it be offensively, how far he's hitting balls, whether it be pitching, how good he is on the mound, whether it be his speed. I was told he's like a freight train coming down the line. He's so fast. It's incredible. I'm so excited for him to be the MVP of this league. I have been waiting for this day for a long, long time. He has transformed the game of baseball. 
His play on the field, yes. He transformed it. He, he's showing kids that it can be done at the highest level. Don't make someone tell you that you have to pick one because nobody can do it at the big league level. You know who can? Shohei Otani. He has done stuff that we have never seen in the history of this game. That is why he is the American League MVP. He has won over the hearts of America, all while being from another country. He's able to come over from Japan and to a, comp to a country that he's not super familiar with. And he's able to come over and, and transform and, and to win over the hearts of, of everyone. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely an incredible season from Shohei Otani. I, I don't think, I don't think, not only have we never seen something like this, we've never seen something like the season that we just saw. Never. But I don't think that, I don't think baseball would be the same without him. Everyone was rooting for this guy. No matter what team you're a fan of, no matter whether who, no matter who you root for, you found yourself rooting for Shohei Otani. He went into Yankee Stadium this year and hit a home run, two of them in a game, might I add, and people were literally cheering for him at Yankee Stadium. That never happens, ever. It might be the first time ever people have cheered for an opposing team player in a game. And you saw that time and time again. He changed this game for the better. He changed his life for the better. Shoot, he changed my life for the better. He won over the hearts of America. He won over the baseball world. And most importantly, he won over my heart. Shohei Otani has my heart. And he now has an MVP award. But look, let's talk about this season. Let's talk about this season that just happened. How did we get here? How is Shohei the MVP? Well, it starts back in the preseason. We were seeing it in spring training. The hype was there. Shohei's healthy. He's pitching. He's hitting. He was hitting bombs, and he was throwing hard. That's step number one. Health. Healthy. That's the biggest reason we're here. And honestly, it's one of the biggest reasons why in March, March 17th was the first day that I went out and said, Shohei Otani might be the MVP. I called this in March. Here's a tweet of mine. It says, I'm all in on Otani this year. Like MVP type of season if he stays healthy. Who says no? That was on March 17th. He wasn't even talked about in, in the MVP conversation, certainly. That was on March 17th. I said, this could be an MVP type of season if he says, stays healthy. And he did stay healthy. He was able to stay healthy, which was the biggest part of this and the biggest reason why on March 17th, I said he could win the MVP. And what did he do? He went out and won MVP. The hype 
in spring training was real, he was healthy, and for the first time in his career, they treated him as he wanted to be. He went out and pitched one day, and then he would go out and hit the very next. And he would do both on the day he was pitching. Before, before this spring training, we never saw him. We never saw him do both on the same day. It was, okay, you're going to pitch, but you're not going to hit. And then you're even going to have an off day after that. We started to see why, we started to see the way he would be used. Another tweet of mine from March, before the season started. Otani may win MVP this year. I'm obsessed with him. That turned out to be true. The most fascinating player in the game by far. Otani may win MVP this year. That was in March. You know, I know leading into this season, he hadn't had the career he wanted to this point. But I saw the flashes. I saw, okay, this guy can throw 100. He can be really good on the mound. Okay, this guy can hit bombs. But we saw it at different times. And with the pitching, especially over the last couple of years, he just wasn't, he, he got surgery, he wasn't healthy, but it looked and seemed like he was healthy this year. And that's why I went out on a limb in the preseason when all the, when, when, when all the non-believers were saying he can't do both in the same season. He needs to pick one. That's why I went in March and said, you know what, I believe he can win the MVP in this year. I called my shot. I called my shot in March. And I was right. So then the 2021 season gets underway, and it didn't take long for us, for all the hype that I had to be confirmed. His first start of the year was against the Chicago White Sox. He pitched. It was on Sunday night. I remember this like it was yesterday. He pitched on Sunday night, and he hit in the same game. He pitched and hit. He threw four and two-thirds innings on the mound, and he punched out seven guys, and he hit a bomb. The first game. Absolutely unbelievable. Immediately off the start, from the jump, the Babe Ruth comparisons this year began. Wait, this guy's hitting and pitching? Oh my gosh, it's like Babe Ruth. Wrong. Shohei Otani, this was way more impressive than what we saw from Babe Ruth. Look, Babe Ruth did both, did both, sure. He pitched and he hit. But he didn't pitch at near the level Shohei Otani did. And he didn't do it anywhere close to the same as good at the, at the same time. There was only like one year there was any crossover where he was doing both. What we saw from Shohei Otani this year was way more impressive. And it started from the first start of the year. But immediately, we started hearing, whoa, this, this is like Babe Ruth. And he already started getting into categories that only Babe Ruth was involved in. Only him and Babe Ruth, immediately. But then we started getting into it a little more, even after that game. And it just became unbelievable watching him. The numbers started jumping off the chart. The power numbers were there. The hitting was there. The pitching was even there. 
It was unbelievable. I, I, I remember that it seemed like every single time out. It seemed like every single day this guy was doing something special. If it was on the mound, he was throwing great. Let's also not forget there were times this year where he would pitch and hit and then go out to the outfield and play because they couldn't afford to lose his bat in the lineup. He would literally pitch and hit and go play the outfield. What? <laughs> Unbelievable. It's like we're playing Little League Baseball out there this year. This is the highest level of baseball in the entire world, and he was like a Little Leaguer out there. He was like the best player on a Little League team. He would pitch and hit and then go out and play the field. Hey, we need you. We still need you. Go out there and just do something great. And he would. He would go out there and do something great. Honestly, it started seeming like every single day was going to be something special. Like every single week, he was breaking records. And that's why early in the season, early, I said, look, I, we need our own segment here. He deserves his own segment. And then it started transforming. It transformed into me wearing this shirt. It transformed into the fireworks that we see behind us. It transformed to this wall that our incredible design team got behind us. But it was all warranted. If you go back and look at it, he was breaking multiple records a week. He probably broke hundreds of records this year. He started categories of his own. He probably broke hundreds of records. In fact, I know he did. Because for a while, I would come on the show and say, Shohei Otani just did something that hasn't been done since bullet turkey trot back in 1806. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm saying, but it's really cool. And that's why. That's why this show started appreciating him every single week because he was literally breaking multiple records every single week. He was doing things that have never been done before while also genuinely putting up incredible numbers. His first half offensive numbers were amazing. 279 batting average, 33 home runs, 70 RBIs, a 364 on base percentage, an on base plus slugging of 1.062. Oh, and 12 stolen bases. That's just hitting. He hit 33 home runs in the first half. He broke the all time record for home runs by a Japanese born player in the first half of the season. Speaking of that record, you got to stick around for this whole show because at the end of it, I'm going to go on and talk about the top 10 records that he broke this year. And let me tell you, that was almost impossible because he literally broke a million of them. But 33 home runs in the first half of this season. Those are his hitting numbers. That's all he did on the hitting side. Nobody was close to what he did on the hitting side. Nobody. Those power numbers were ridiculous. He legitimately, every time he came up to the plate, it was must-see TV. I know that my, my setup this year 
is I would have like eight games up at once on multiple different computers, three different monitors. I would watch all the games. When Shohei came up, I would literally make that full screen, turn on the volume, and just watch him. That's what he became this year, was must-see must see TV, and he became that in the first half of the year. And that's just offensively. Let's look on the pitching side of things. He was brilliant there as well. Four and one in the first half of the year. Four and one on the mound. A 3.49 ERA with 87 Ks and a 1.21 whip. This was no, and this is what, you know, you started thinking or, or hearing in the past was, okay, he's going to be really good at one and mediocre at the other. And I feel like we saw the offensive numbers. It was incredible. But he wasn't giving anything up on the pitching side. He was just as good on the pitching side. He was brilliant. Four and one record with a 3.4 ERA with the best pitch in baseball. His splitter this year was the best pitch in baseball. And since he came into the league, it has been the most unhittable pitch in baseball. It's unbelievable. I had Pudge Rodriguez on the show this year. A friend of Flippin' Bats podcast. Go listen to that if you haven't yet. But I asked him, the best catcher of all time, arguably. One, two, or three. One or two, in my opinion. But I think he's the best catcher of all time. And I had him on this show and said, if you could catch right now anyone in the big leagues, in all of Major League Baseball, who would it be? And he said, without hesitation, Shohei Otani. What he's doing, and this isn't even mentioning his hitting. What he's doing, the way his pitches move, how good his splitter is. He's also throwing 100 miles an hour. Without a doubt in his mind, he said Shohei Otani. So that's how this year started. With 33 bombs in the first half, with a 4-1 and one record on the mound, and all of that, oh, well, it just led to him being the first person ever named an all-star as a hitter and a pitcher. First time it's ever happened. So then Shohei Otani takes on Denver, Colorado, and the all-star game and immediately made an impact. He was, and obviously, I've said, I'm going to say this a bunch, the first to ever do this, the first to ever pitch, hit, and participate in the Home Run Derby. He did all of it. The Home Run Derby was up first. And he, he was in this Home Run Derby with some of the biggest sluggers in the league. And he put on a show. Him and Juan Soto went back and forth and back and forth. This guy was, is the starting pitcher of the All-Star game. He's starting on the mound the next day. And he said, you know what? I want to do the Home Run Derby. I want to do it. And he did it. And he put on a show. He didn't end up winning that, that round, but it was back and forth, and it was really, really good. And it ended up going into overtime. I didn't even know they had overtime of the Home Run Derby. But being in the crowd during that, 
it was special the second he came up to the plate. You know, being in the crowd at an All-Star game, there's so many different fans of different teams. Whenever their player comes up, they cheer really loud. Whenever Shohei Otani came up to the plate, everyone would stand. Everyone. I was around so many people. A lot of, a lot of people were telling their kids, like, hey, this is really special. Make sure you watch this. Pay attention to this guy. When he came up in the, in, in the home run derby, I legitimately had the chills. The way he overtook that ballpark, man, it was incredible. So he participates in the home run derby. That exact same day, by the way, was media day. I got to talk to a lot of players. All these players are the best in the world at the highest level. I got to talk to all of them. I asked every player about Shohei Otani and what he was doing. And by far, by and large, every single one of them was like, I, I, I don't even know how this is happening. I, don't, I can't comprehend it. It is the most impressive thing I've ever seen. If you really want to check that out, we have a video on YouTube. So go check out that video on YouTube. But every player I asked, it was incredible. It was incredible. I got to meet him as well. My quest to meet Shohei Otani. And it happened. The quest, mission accomplished. Look at this photo here. Me and Shohei, my best friend. How cool is that? You know, it honestly, like, like I talked about, I, I had this whole set. I had this shirt. I, it, I became obsessed with what he was doing for the game of baseball. And everybody took notice of it. And it became, you have to meet him. You're, go you're both going to be in Denver. You have to meet him. So we started this quest to meet Shohei Otani. And I did get to meet him. And I got to shake his hand and say thank you for what he's doing for the game of baseball. And say thank you for changing the game, for changing the lives of many, for changing how kids grow up watching this game. But I got to do it. I got to meet him. And I haven't washed my right hand since. Just kidding. But I thought about it. But... It was so cool. It was so cool. I got to meet him. And, and then the game itself. Let's start with this. He started on the mound. He also led off the game. The first person in history to do that. To be the starting pitcher and to lead off the game. At the plate. He also touched 100 miles an hour a couple of times in that first inning. This whole all-star game experience was so much for him. I mean, he hit, he pitched, he participated in the home run derby. He was asked about that. Like, why, why would you do this? Why are you doing it? He said, because I want to do this. The people in my home country of Japan, I want to do this for them. I want them to see me do this. And he did it. He did it well. And he became the first player in history to ever do it. 
So we will forever look back on what happened in Denver this year at the All-Star Game as historic, because it was. I don't know if we'll ever see it again. And if we do, it'll probably only be because Shohei did it again. But that's assuming he participates in the Home Run Derby again, which who knows. But this was historic. Denver 2021 All-Star Game will be remembered in history because of what Shohei Otani brought. And I was able to be there and see it all happen, and I was able to shake his hand and say thank you. That was incredible. And that started my friendship with Shohei. He doesn't know this. He might. Who knows? But that started us being best friends. The All-Star Game of 2021. And it was incredible. So then the second half of the season gets underway. And to be honest with you, it wasn't as good as the first half. But how, how, how could you? I mean, every single day he was doing something special. But the second half gets underway. And he still ends up breaking lots of records. It still ended up being an exciting half. But let's talk about why it wasn't as special as the first half. Did, did he struggle? Did he really slump? Well, you know... I don't really know if it was as much that as teams stopped pitching to him. And that was my biggest worry heading into the second half was I just don't think teams are going to pitch to him. And they didn't much. Mike Trout gets hurt. Mike Trout obviously got hurt early on, but teams realized, okay, this guy is having a year unlike any other. We are not going to let him beat us. There's one guy on the team that you can't let beat you and it's Shohei Otani. They're out of the playoffs. They weren't going to make the playoffs. There was one guy that you can't let beat you. So what'd they do? Well, they just started walking him. And I didn't like seeing it. He didn't like seeing it. But I get it. I truly get it. Yeah, well, why would we pitch to him? Well, you didn't have to. You just walk him, and he end up just fine. But... I, I really do understand it, but that is a big reason. He stopped getting strikes. He stopped getting any pitches to hit. And then he was obviously swinging it more. He just, he wanted to hit. He wanted to hit. It's that simple. So teams aren't throwing him any strikes, and he's obviously striking out more. But at the end of the day, what it came down to was the fact that he just wasn't getting any pitches. So clearly the power numbers aren't there. Clearly, they aren't the same numbers as from the first half because he's not getting near the chances. But he still ends up having a good second half. He still ends up starting this, this second half, you know, pow the, the home run chase between these guys, Shohei Otani, Salvador Perez, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was one for the ages. It made this season exciting in, in the dog days of, of summer, in August, in September. This season was exciting because of this home run race. We had a pitcher and a catcher involved in the home run race. Salvador Perez, the catcher, Shohei Otani, the pitcher. And then, of course, we know what Vladimir Guerrero did this year. But, you know, I know he didn't end up winning the home run race. One, like I said, he wasn't getting any strikes. But two, 
He's the only guy on the team that you can't let beat you. And teams weren't letting him. So he wasn't getting the opportunity that the other guys had. The other guys had protection in their lineup. Even, on, even though they weren't on, you know, Salvador Perez isn't on the best team in the world. But look, you look at this Angels team, they had nobody to protect him. Jared Walsh had a good first half, but he really started struggling. Mike Trout was hurt. Justin Upton was hurt. Anthony Rendon hurt. I mean, unbelievable. But the staple game for me, when I look at Shohei Otani and everything he can do, I look back on one game this year to one point that I see as, yeah, this is Shohei Otani. You want to see how good he is? Watch this game. And it came against the Detroit Tigers. And you know what made this game extra special? Miguel Cabrera was on 500 watch at the time. He had 499 home runs. He was coming home to Comerica, and everybody was there to watch him. Shohei Otani got to pitch against him. He threw eight innings that night, eight innings on the mound, gave up one run, punched out eight guys, got the win on the mound. Oh, and he hit his 40th home run. He did it all. He had his longest outing of his career to that point, threw great, gave up one run, and hit his 40th homer. And it was a bomb. And you know what? Comerica Park was going nuts for him. Everybody knew what they were seeing this year. Everybody knew it was special. It was really a rare moment in baseball where you just kind of stop what you're doing and appreciate what you're seeing. That's what happened in the baseball world this year. Oh yeah, I know. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of the Tigers, but Shohei Otani just hit his 40th home run in a season we've never seen before. Yeah. I can clap for that. Unbelievable. And an unbelievable season. Let's recap some of those Shohei Otani numbers from this year. Let's recap his MVP season and let's start on the offensive side. A 257 batting average. 40 Six home runs. He's a pitcher. 46 homers. Are you kidding me? 100 RBIs, which he got to in the last series of the year. 100 RBIs. A 965 OPS and 26 stolen bases. Oh, and he scored 100 runs. He did it all on the offensive side. Drove in 100, 46 homers, got on base all the time, and he stole 26 bags. He started stealing a lot of bases towards the end. One of the most underrated parts of his game, the most underrated part, we all talk about his hitting, we all talk about his pitching, but he is so fast. 26 stolen bases. And I mentioned how every person I have on this show, I ask about his season and they all talked to me about his pitching about his hitting joe musgrove came on and said look there was one play that it was a ground ball to the right side i had to run to cover the base and i thought i had a ton of time i didn't 
He was there immediately. He said, he's like a freight train, a silent freight train. He's huge, but you have no idea how fast he is. He was one of the fastest players in baseball this year, according to the metrics. It's incredible. 26 stolen bases, and this is all on the offensive side. Let's talk about the pitching side. Because as good as he was on the hitting side in the first half, he was that good with his pitching in the second half. He ends the year with a 9-2 record, a 3.18 ERA, 156 strikeouts, and a 1.09 whip. 1.09. That's remarkable. So... The second half of his season, he was lights out on the mound. He ended the year with the best pitch in baseball. His splitter was the most unhittable pitch in all of baseball, all season long and all career long for him. It's unhittable. You can't hit it. Those pitching stats were remarkable. He had, that I can think of, two blow-up starts this year. If you take those out, his ERA is in the mid-twos. And I know you can do that with everyone. You know, he, so-and-so had a blow-up start. I'm not going to do that. But he had a couple starts, one of them being in Yankee Stadium, where he didn't get out of the first inning. But what he did was he learned from that. I heard him speak to that game. And he said, I learned a lot from that game. And I also learned that I didn't want to have that happen again. He went out and was lights out after that. He was legitimately lights out after that start. And as usual, he has that one start, and everyone starts saying, I knew it. I knew it. He shouldn't be pitching. Let him hit. Look what he's doing on the hitting side. This is the most impressive thing we've ever seen. Well, those talks didn't last long, because he went out and dominated in his next few starts. Absolutely dominated. So this year, his stats on the hitting side were remarkable. His stats on the pitching side were incredible. And he stole 26 bags. All of that combined is what wins him and won him all of these awards that he's winning. Commissioner's Award that hadn't been given out since 2014. It's not an award that's given out every year. The Silver Slugger Award. The AL MVP Award. Also, the award given out, voted on by the players for the most outstanding player. The players voted on that. All the players voted for him. Let's talk about the Commissioner's Award. This isn't something that's given out every year. Not even to one player in the league. And it hadn't been given out in over six years, he's the first person to get it in the entire tenure of Commissioner Rob Manfred. I was able to be in the room before Game 1 of the World Series in Houston when he was given the award. And when asked about it, he said, this is incredible. I, I don't even know if I deserve this. But Mr. Manfred wants to give it to me, so I'll accept it, is what he said. Let me tell you something. He deserves it. 
He deserves all of these awards. The Commissioner's Award, the Player's Award for Best Player, the Silver Slugger Award, the American League MVP Award. He was the best player in the American League, and he's the best player that we have seen in this game in a long time. And he had the best season that we have ever seen. Best player in baseball this year, best season we have ever seen. And that's why he won this award. That's why he is the American League MVP. And that's why this full season was incredible. That's why he broke all of these records, which we're gonna get to now, is the top 10 records that Shohei Otani broke in his 2021 Most Valuable Player season. There were a million this year, and these are in no particular order because it's impossible to choose from, but these are 10 of my favorite records that Shohei Otani broke this 2021 season. Let's start with the first one. The first one is that he became the first player since 1918 to lead his team in both home runs and pitching strikeouts. Walter Johnson is the one that did it. So first player since 1918. Love that. Next one. Most home runs hit in a single season by a Japanese-born player. 46 home runs. Most by a Japanese-born player. Hideki Matsui is the one that did it previous. He hit 31. Shohei broke that record in the first half of the season. Incredible. Let's keep it rolling. Next record he broke. Bring it on. First player in MLB history with 25-plus stolen bases, 45-plus home runs, 100-plus RBIs, and 5-plus triples. First player in history. Mind you, he did things on both the hitting and the pitching side. This has nothing to do with the pitching. This is all offensive and speed. First player in history to do this one. I love this. Let's get to another one. Oh, I love this. So many records. First player in MLB history to be named an all-star as both a hitter and a pitcher. Beautiful. Next. Next record. And I was there, by the way. Got to be there and witness it firsthand. First player in MLB history to make 10 pitching starts, hit 10 home runs, and steal 10 bases in a single season. First one ever. Love that. Next record. They just keep coming. The records don't stop. If you have 18 hours, stay tuned. We'll list them all. Next record. Shohei Otani hit as many home runs, 46, as he allowed earned runs as a pitcher. Are you comprehending that one? He hit 46 home runs, and he only allowed 46 runs as a pitcher. Mind-blowing. Next, absolutely mind-blowing. These are mind-blowing. First player since Babe Ruth in 1921 to start a game as a pitcher while entering the day as MLB's home run leader. <laughs> this is remarkable. What we have seen this year, we will remember for the rest of our lives. I promise you that.
first player since Babe Ruth to start a game as a pitcher while entering the day as MLB's home run leader. Unbelievable. Next. First player in MLB history to compete in the home run derby and earn a win as the starting pitcher in the All-Star game. Again, I was there. Again, I got to meet him. Again, I got to shake his hand and thank him for everything he's doing for this. That, that All-Star game, that All-Star weekend. A lot of these firsts come from that. There's a million, but this All-Star game was special. And another three, four, five records were broken at the All-Star game. Let's get to another record. First player in MLB history with 10-plus home runs as a hitter and 100-plus strikeouts as a pitcher in a single season. <laughs> Next. One more. We got one more. There's a million more, but we got one more for right now. Most 500-foot home runs hit in a single home run derby. Six of them. He hit over he hit six home runs over 500 feet in the home run derby. Which is a record. Of course it's a record. Everything he did this year was a record. I mean, look at this. This was just 10 of them. I could have gone on for hours. This year was remarkable. A lot of these records are only with Babe Ruth. And in my opinion, they're not in the same conversation. What we saw this year was the greatest season in the history of this game that I love so much. And I was able to talk about him every week on my show. I was able to meet him. I was able to shake his hand. I became the biggest fan in the world, but he gained so many millions of fans. He changed the game of baseball forever. He gave little kids hope that they can do what they want for as long as they can. He won the 2021 American League MVP award while being the best player on the field, while having the best season of all time, but while also being one of the best human beings ever. This guy is seen picking trash up around stadiums. He goes to the Little League Classic, and he talks to all the kids. He has so much fun. He was playing a Little League game this year. He turned Major League Baseball into Little League. That's how good he is. He should be at the next level. He turned the best level into the world into just, yeah, I, okay, I graduated that. What do I do next? Normally it goes Little League to high school to high school to college. If you're good enough, college to the pros. If you're good enough to the MLB, and then you're there. You're the best in the world. Shohei has, is the best in the world at the, at the highest level in the world. And he's done things that I will remember forever. So thank you, one, to Shohei Otani for the season that you had. I will remember it forever. I will be able to tell my future kids about it forever, and I will be able to tell my future grandkids about this. And the whole world is going to be able to. The whole world is going to be able to say, yeah, 
I watched Shohei Otani in 2021, and it was the most incredible season that I have ever seen. It truly was. And I called it from March. I said in March, Shohei's going to win MVP. Watch out. And he did it. And not only did he do it, he transformed this game that we all know and love. So thank you, Shohei. Thank you, everybody, again, that followed along this year. This has been incredible. We even got our own Japanese translations on our show this year, which is a whole process that involved a lot of hard work by a lot of people. We started dubbing and and translating episodes into Japanese. This is the number one MLB podcast in Japan now. So thank you to everybody there that has tuned in and listened all year long. I love Shohei as much as you all do. I promise you that. So thank you all for listening. This is another episode of Flippin' Bats. Make sure you're all subscribing if you haven't yet. Add Flippin' Bats Pod on all social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. This is available via video on YouTube. But wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever it is, make sure you subscribe, rate it five stars if you can. I would be appreciative of that. My best friend Shohei is the 2021 AL MVP. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Again, make sure you check out the podcast and make sure you subscribe to it. And congratulations to my friend Shohei Otani, 2021 American League MVP. Let's go. See you later. High fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge backflip to celebrate.